Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbett and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. Now, a little strange music leading us into this segment of the programming on Friday morning. We're always very honored to have Gene Valentino with us, and we can begin by saying, where in the world is Gene Valentino? Yeah, where are you? <laughs> good good morning, gentlemen. <laughs> 4,400 miles away. I'm pretty impressed with the quality of the phone call. Uh, I'm in the country of Latvia. Uh, I'm in the capital city called Riga. Uh, it's funny. Latvia has a population of about 2.5 million people. What's Mississippi? Uh, yeah, about, about the, the same? same. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's um, uh, it's a quite an interesting country. It's one of about uh, five or six of the what they call Baltic state countries. It borders Russia. Uh, you've got uh, uh, Estonia to the north, uh, Latvia, uh, Georgia, Ukraine, uh, uh, I'm missing one of them somewhere, but there's a, those are the Baltic states they're referred to. Uh, you know, Latvia came into the United Nations only recently in 2004. It's a neighbor to Ukraine that wants to also get into the uh, NATO uh, uh, alliance the way, um, the way Latvia is. What an interesting experience. I'm here with my son, and I'm doing it because it's a proud nation. Uh, it's a proud nation. I said 2.5 million. It's actually 0.7 million. It's actually smaller than the state of Mississippi uh, huh. in terms of population and just slightly larger in square miles. But it's a, a republic of its own that established its independence in 1918, and tomorrow is a celebration here, establishing 105 years of their independence. I was walking the streets of Riga, the cobblestone streets and the Christmas ornaments and the, are going up on the lamps and the trees and the gas lights on the village streets and then into the main squares and parks, trolley cars and uh, uh, the the village of the center has a river running through it, and they're getting ready for all of their Christmas celebration ar around the celebration tomorrow of Independence Day. You know, it wasn't until um, the USSR started collapsing, and uh, we refer to it now as uh, Russia under under Gorbachev, <clears throat> Latvia became much more independent. But prior to 1991. Uh, it had a strong grip of control on it uh, by the Russians. The Latvians have a language of their own, but the problem is is that um, many of the younger people, uh, many of the people our age and older, uh, don't even know how to speak Latvian, because when Russia let go of Latvia in 1991, you were, you were under the fist of strong communist control by um, uh, Russia, and Russia demanded you speak and write Russian. So the Russian, uh, the Latvian language was sort of a hidden underground language you learned in the 
in the in the home uh, with uh, under the the sheets of uh, language training we're under books and uh and and furniture under the carpeting so that it wouldn't be seen it was a very gestapo state back then but russia lost control and it's uh of its uh, ability to govern any of these uh, baltic states and since 1991 <clears throat> right around the time uh, gorbachev came in uh, that's around the time Ronald Reagan signed a big declaration uh, with the United States Congress recognizing Latvia as an independent nation. And uh, you can see the transition. I am so impressed with these the culture of this nation and their willingness to accept uh, and adopt uh, and respect uh, a constitutional Democrat republic that they are. They are a democracy in pure form and envy the United States system which they emulate. They know their English language over here better than they do uh, at home, that, than we do at home. It's amazing to hear them talk so articulately and speak such good English and then turn to their friend and drop right into a, a deep droll of Latvian Slavic tone that would be unrecognizable to us. It's funny. The language of Latvia is so different from the Russian language. I mean, they're like it's like apples and oranges. And the young kids speak Latvian, but their parents don't because they were trained in Russian uh, uh, and, and were, were, were held hostage to the controls of a dictatorship and communist regime up to 1991. Very interesting to watch a, a suppressed nation become free under a democracy and, and and sends me home in a few days real pride and gratitude uh, of our Democrat uh, constitutional republic, something many of us at home need to suck up and get better, more respectful about. Our constitution and our democracy uh, should not be taken lightly, and for those uh, we can see a basic, a, a woke, the woke over that we talk about in the states is not unlike the woke uh, elsewhere in, in Eastern and Central Europe. They, they realize that they need now to get back on to some uh, good disciplines and um, liberties and not lose the liberties and freedoms that we've taken for granted in the states. Coming here has taught me, uh, reminded me, not to take my liberties and freedoms for granted. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. So I was looking at the map, just so people will know, uh, that it looks like Estonia is to the north of Latvia. They're all uh, a Black Sea, or excuse me, Baltic Sea countries. So you got Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, and then Poland. And yep. then so on, on the, the southeast side, you have Belarus, which is actually the country that's that right. connects with Ukraine. And Georgia, and Georgia, and all the way down to Georgia. Wow! So it's and they all surround uh, the, uh, I guess, the western part, the western border of Russia. And the closest place that I've been in that area, I guess, would probably be Stockholm, Sweden, which is across the Baltic Sea from Latvia. Yeah, is a culture that I never uh, would have expected to be so. Uh, refreshing, refined, 
something we could all learn something from. In fact, I learned something last night from an 18-year-old boy. He was the waiter downstairs in the hotel, and um, his English was very good. And I said, well, where are you from? He says, I'm from Ukraine. And a year and a half ago, when I was 17 years of age, I said, that's when Russia invaded, that's around the time Russia invaded Ukraine. He says, yes, that's right. After being in Ukraine just two months, my father was a merchant, a Marine, but my mother took me and my sister. We got in the car and went through seven checkpoints to get out of the country of Ukraine. My mother did everything she could to get us through the, the border and we ended up in Switzerland for a year where we stayed. And then we moved from Switzerland to Riga, here in Riga, Latvia. And I said, well, what, um, what did you witness the invasion from, from, of Russians, of Russia on your country? Yes, I did. Now we're talking to an 18 year old boy. I mean, uh, he's just coming of age. And he said, with a tear in his eyes, he says, I lost all my, my buddies. I said, what happened to them? He said, I said, were they killed? He says, no, they weren't killed, but they all were forced to leave the country, too. The younger generation of men and women, he said, has left the nation and gone into around the world and scattered uh, out. It looks like we, we were a we Ukrainian lost nation. You for a second. You still there? Yeah, we're still here. He said they... He, he said, we left the na- Ukraine, and the, we were a nation of about 45 million people. We're now a nation of 35 million people. I said, wow. well, with everything you've been through, do you consider yourself a Russian, a, uh, a Latvian, or a Ukrainian? Oh, I'll always be a Ukrainian, he says. There's a culture in Ukraine very much like that of Lithuania, Estonia, and Latvia, where it, it's very pr- I'm very proud. Now, this is an 18-year-old who hasn't even been through college yet, and he's talking about to me about the fiat currency and cryptocurrency and was describing the encryption technology of Bitcoin versus Ethereum coin. <laughs> the, kid, <laughs> the, the kid was, the kid was uh, really getting into it, um, and um, he, he, as you know, I love smoking a cigar, so he says, Mr. Valentino, uh, I'm 18 years of age. I can smoke a cigar. Can I bring you a cigar that you like? And, you know, he's one of these That's very funny. cultured, respectful kids. That is that is amazing. Well, that, that, what a great story that is. So you're you're there in, in Latvia, in Riga, the capital, which is a port city. It looks like I was looking at it on Google Earth. It, it, you know, some of the some of the little shops and restaurants on the street, uh, just going through the the Google Earth and just kind of looking around. It looks like a very beautiful place. What is it? Uh, what is the scenery like there? It's that very. Um, uh, it's Baltic. You'll see some of that fishing community uh, with a lot of uh, deep sea vessels uh, uh, in the port area, and boy, the there there were. Um, we were downtown uh, at one end of town, and Hitler, uh, a longer ago, used the three, um, the three big hangars downtown to store the uh, what's it called the zeppelins, zeppelins or the zeppelins, the yeah. yeah, the zeppelins, the big uh, airships, and they were now converted into a huge market 
One of the hangers, a huge hanger to hold the Zeppelin, was um, was fish. The next hanger was meat. The next one was clothing and touristy stuff. And 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 the third one was just sort of open dining in a market area downtown. And boy, you could see the fishermen bringing all kinds of fish into racks and and trays of, uh, and they're flopping around on the trays. They're coming eels, octopus. Everything, and I'm a big fan of herring. I love smoked herring or, or, or fresh herring, and we enjoyed. Uh, I have I haven't had good herring in a long time, and boy, this is the place for that. And um, uh, every every day was loaded with another event. We just left before we went on the air. Oh, by the way, it's um, three thirty in the afternoon here. It's got to be what seven near almost seven thirty where you are. Right, and, right. Um, and um, I just left the KGB headquarters uh, where they were giving a tour, and the instructor was giving us uh, a, a deep dive on what they did to uh, a t- uh, torture um, not only the Latvians and this Ukrainian invasion. It came up in our tour, the Ukrainian um, invasion by Russia just sparked a match in the gas tank with the Latvians. What was their um, what was their crisis years ago with Russia was reignited, and their anger and hatred for Russia was is quite evident all throughout the community. Lovely community, but very angry with what Putin has done in Ukraine. Uh, wow. uh, they're, they're, uh, they 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 really want Ukraine to be part of NATO, and let's see if the politicians can work through that. So much more to tell you. Uh, there's, um, I, I interviewed this um, 18-year-old boy. It's on uh, tape in raw form. I have to edit it down and clean it up. And I'd love to bring it on the show with you sometime in the future. And you yeah. can listen to this boy. His name is Vladimir. Vladimir. He wouldn't tell me his last name. He says, <laughs> I want to protect me. I says, okay, Vladimir. Well, you just call me Vlo. I says, okay, I'll call you anything you want. <laughs> hey, great. All right, well, we're almost out of time here, about five seconds left. When do you come home? Coming home uh, uh, just after Thanksgiving, and I'll look for, but I'll be in touch with you every Friday if the phone works. Yeah, okay, good deal. Well, next week we'll be off, but the week after we'll do, we'll do you at home. Wonderful. I'll be home then. All right, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you and everybody. We really miss you. 007 Gene Valentino there. Never knew why he was over there. <laughs> Love it. 730.